welcome to Enlightened Motherhood. I'm Scarlett. And I'm Crystal. And today we're doing something new. We're doing a book review. Which, the book that only Crystal read. (laughs) Well, you guys, it was a struggle. I was trying to get it done in time (laughs) to record for this episode. (laughs) But Scarlett's going to listen to it too. Yeah, we're going to get there. It's going to be great. (laughs) She has great intentions. We all do, right? (laughs) But, um... Okay, it is called Habits of the Household by Justin Early, and it's the subtitle is Practicing the Story of God in Everyday Family Rhythms. Super good. I think I would, I would recommend it to anyone. It's so good, especially moms. Um, I'll kind of read just some of the topics. I won't, we're not going to talk about everything in the book, just some like a few takeaways because our episodes are short and sweet. But I do want to kind of let you know what's inside this book so you can like get it on Audible and listen to it or grab it off Amazon. It's just such a good one. It's a great read. I read half of it and then I listened to half of it <laughs> to get it done in time. And That's what I should have done. I should have listened to it. <laughs> and it was good both ways. I liked listening to the author read it too. So whatever works for you, highly recommend Habits of the Household. So inside he talks about, these are the main um, chapters, he talks about habits we create in our homes for Waking, mealtimes, discipline, screen time, family devotions, which is like family scripture study and come follow me type things. Um, he's a Christian author, so he's not a member of the church, but Christian. And um, had a chapter on marriage, work, play, conversation, and bedtime. So really good. Yeah. Like all the things we do in our whole day, creating healthy, you know, holy habits and righteous routines is kind of what we're talking about today. Um, along with this book review. And so, I think it's a perfect yeah. thing to talk about, you know, as we're still in the new year and we want to create those habits, right? Yes. We're all striving to do a little bit better. Yes. A quote that he shared that I loved. He says, I want routines that poke holes in the ceiling of life so the, so the light of the divine can shine in. That's really sweet. That's so sweet. I'm like, yes, that's what we want. We want the light of the divine shining into our homes, lighting up our lives, you know, through our habits, through our routines and creating those, those ways to help us succeed as a family and as a unit, as a household, you know, this is what we're doing all day, every day is we're creating this eternal family within, you know, a holy home. So, well, not even like habits for ourselves and our family, but teaching our kids how to form habits, right? Because yeah. we watch us do it. You know? Yes. And I mean, we're still learning and we're still figuring things out as we go, but I think that's really beneficial for our kids to see as well. I totally agree. So I'll just kind of share a few takeaways from the book. There's so many good things, though. It's very hard to narrow down. <laughs> but these are the kind of the ones I felt prompted to share with you guys. So the first one actually goes along with our last episode with Gospel Study Spaces. He says that we um, should curate spaces in our home that will set us, like, set us up for success with our new habits and routines, which makes sense. You know, he gave a good example. So their, their family wanted to focus on, you know, just like sitting by their family or their, sorry, sitting by their fireplace in their family room and not just like sitting down to watch TV. He's like, we could have put a TV right above our fireplace, our mantle, you know, but then it would be harder to just sit by the fire we all would be like well let's turn on the tv yeah and their goal was to sit by the fire so he's like so we made it easier and we put the tv like they put it somewhere else and they just put like a picture above there so then when they go in there 
they're there to sit by the fire and have a conversation and not watch TV. And they save, what they did is they actually, sorry, they actually did not have the TV. They got a projector. So on family movie night once oh, a week, cute. they just put the projector above the fireplace. And that's like their intentional way to, to do that. I love that. Isn't that good? Yeah, that's really sweet because you're right. <laughs> All the, I mean, my kids would be like, show, show. Like, right? Yeah. Because it's right there. It's like our visual cue. Yes. What visual cues are we setting out for ourselves and our family? And I like are. having like a space, like a space and a place for the TV and for that connection of watching yeah, movies together. But then also so fun a space too. that doesn't have that. Yes. That you spend frequently, you know? Yes. Spend time in frequently. Yes. So I love that. That was like one example he gave, but there's so many ways we can curate spaces in our home to help us succeed. Like I started getting these cute like routine cards for me oh, and my little girl. Yes, yes, I have those. Okay, yes. Don't you love routine yes. cards? They're so, they're fun. They're visual. They help you and your child kind of stay on track with the yeah, day. Yeah, to know like what's coming next. Yes. Yes. It's helpful, I think, for everyone, especially if you like to be organized and kind of visual like that. My little girl loves them. She's yeah. like, oh, next is this. Oh, mom, look, I put, I got dressed and look, we have breakfast <laughs> and now it's outside time. And you I know, love it. And I think that's like a really good way to kind of curate a space you know, to help you with the routine. Um, I don't know. What are some, what are some that you do? Can you think of any that, I mean, our gospel study spaces we talked about? Well, and I think, you know, if you think about like working out, you're going to put your clothes out the night yeah, before and yes. your water bottle, like some people go as far to like fill their water bottle with their pre-workout or whatever. Oh yeah. That's but fun. you know, once you put your clothes on, then you put your shoes on. And even if you don't work out right away, at least you're ready to go. Yes. Right? Yeah. So I think just like you said, creating that space where you can be ready to go, mm-hmm. ready to connect and have, I don't know, closeness with your people or closeness with God. I don't know. I think, yeah, I, I'm like really in thought right now. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. We don't really talk about these things before we record our episodes, so it's... <laughs> It's just as We're much just for us as it is for you. <laughs> talking and pondering together. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I think like what creates habits and how does that work? I found a conference talk, you guys. It is from 1974. <laughs> yes. From um, His name's Elder Stapley. And he says, we are not born into this world with fixed habits. Neither do we inherit a noble character. Instead, as children of God, we are given the privilege and opportunity of choosing which way of life we will follow, which habits we will form. Mm. Which is really interesting, right? Like, yes, we're all born with the light of Christ, but we're not all born with perfect habits or, you know, a way to do things. Like, we have to learn as we go. And I don't know about you, but I feel like as I've gotten older and, like, have my own home and my own family and my own little life I see things that other people have done that I'm like oh I want to do something similar or maybe I want to do something different yes seeing different outcomes from different people Mm -hmm. and as parents we're still learning as we go and as kids they're definitely still learning as they go and I don't know instilling those habits in them early on is crucial I don't Mm -hmm. know to their development and I don't know just understanding how habits work and I think that's something we're all still learning yes well and I think again just like we talked about in past episode with our resolutions like it's so important to include the spirit as you you know kind of set out to create these habits within your home and your family and establish these routines and 
like something that I felt inspired to do that has been such a positive thing. And we're still like working on perfecting it. I mean, perfecting it is loose. (laughs) (laughs) You know, getting better and better at it. But um, I learned this from Simply Sarah, which we've talked about before. She talks about like these arcs in our day and like rhythms, spiritual rhythms, right? And something I felt inspired to do is to have our day It's kind of helpful to break up your day as a mom too Mm -hmm. into like sections. Yeah. So we kind of have like, I have it broken up into like thirds. So the first, like the morning part of our day, it's not a certain time. It's just like, cause we all know things come up all the time as a mom and they wake up at different times and all the things, but just like the first section of our day, we try and do, um, outside time. So we go do outside time, you know, after breakfast and stuff. But outside time is like the first big moment of the day. Then in the middle of the day, we have like a pause and connect time where we come inside and we can do like my little girl has these cute toddler kits we'll do together or we'll paint or we'll play in the playroom. Like whatever is going to, we're just going to pause, set aside any distractions, our phones, and we're just going to connect in whatever way my child wants to connect. Mm-hmm. And then the last like portion of our day, the late afternoon um, is quiet time, which is so helpful because by three yeah. o'clock I need some quiet time, yeah. some alone time, just like, like decompress time, sure. I guess For sure. before like my husband gets home and we start like family time into the evening, like, you know, so that's been really, really wonderful and felt very inspired for me and like our family and this season of my life is yeah, quiet time or sorry, outside time, pause and connect time and quiet time. And yeah. So I love that with our our habits and routines has been really great to kind of work around those three kind of pillars of our day. And I have like a complete opposite schedule as you. Like I work full time from home and just, you know, as you're talking, I'm trying to think like, when could I do that? When could I fit that in? And it's hard. Like I feel like I'm still trying to navigate being a mom and working at the same time and realizing that habits might look different depending on the stage, the circumstances, the family dynamics. And I think the word habit makes me think it can't ever change kind of like the resolutions. Mm -hmm. It feels like it has to be this way and you're building it so it can be that way. But I don't know, just making habits as you go and again, giving yourself just grace to like Mm -hmm. not do it perfectly or even good sometimes um in that talk I was listening to he says good habits are not acquired simply by making good resolves though the thought must precede the action good habits are developed in the workshop of our daily lives it is not in the great moments of test and trial that character is built that is only when it is displayed The habits that direct our lives and form our character are fashioned in the often uneventful, commonplace routine of life. They are acquired by practice. Mm, And some good quotes. Yeah, I love that because it is in the mundane things, Mm -hmm. you know, that our habits form. Um, My little family, we recently went, well, within the last few years, we've been through some hard things and lost a few family members and when this happened, I remember telling my husband, like, we have got to figure out how we are going to move forward with this in the sense that hard things are going to keep happening, right? Mm -hmm. That is life and things just keep happening. And I need, I remember saying like, I need to find a way to deal with it because it's not going to go away. Things are going to keep happening. And so 
the last few years, I've tried really hard to develop those habits to have that relationship with God and to have that trust in God because right now things are good and things are happy and they're healthy and everyone's okay. But, you know, life happens and things can go south quickly or, you know, you can go through a hard thing very quickly. And I think the whole point of these habits is having that relationship with God to stand on when those storms come. Yeah. That's you know, really like you're good. building yeah. it now in the mundane so that when the trial and the test comes, that's when your character is displayed because you've already built it. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Like so foundational to habits because I think habits, we think of like, oh, I'm going to drink my water. I'm gonna, like all these right. kind of surface levels. That is like the deepest habit yeah, sorry. right there. <laughs> that was good. Go there. No. <laughs> I love Scarlett because she goes deep, you guys, and it's good. <laughs> that is so good. And I think that is so true. I think that's so good. You're just reminding me of something my husband shared in Sunday school this last week. I just loved it. It's really stuck with me just how you're talking about how life is just hard and we have to be ready for those challenges. My mother-in-law always says life is just full of challenges. And yeah. They're the most faithful, just positive people going through the hardest trials just I feel like constantly. Yeah. And just to see their faith because they've developed these strong spiritual habits that keep them afloat yeah. through the trial, right? Yeah. But my husband was talking about um, the Savior and how, um, how he... He was perfect, but he didn't have a perfect life. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you're right. I think I'm always trying so hard to like make things perfect and have like the perfect life and we gotta be happy all the time and we gotta do this and that. But I'm like, the Savior's life wasn't that way. His yeah. life was like hard and and it was full of purpose though and service and love and staying close to God and caring about his relationships with people and all of these really eternal and lasting habits and routines, you could say, (laughs) that he filled his life with. But his life was definitely not perfect, you know? Like, I don't look at that and think like, oh, yeah, that looks like a fun life. Right. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? But that's not actually the purpose. And I'm still learning that as I've just been pondering this, but I thought that was so insightful. Like, he lived a perfect life, but his life wasn't perfect, you know? And I think as parents, that's a really good thing to teach our kids that life is not perfect. Yeah. And, you know, I know we want to be happy and, you know, make our kids feel everything's good all the time. But I also think, you know, as they grow older, like to let them know that things are hard for mom sometimes. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I've had to explain to my three-year-old that, you know, you have big feelings and you get upset and so does mom. Like, I'm not going to lie and say that I don't because I do. And, you know, just showing them that, this is what we do when hard things happen. This mm-hmm. is how we stand strong when hard things happen. I don't know. Yeah. I just I think love that's that thought, interesting to look at in the parenthood perspective. Mm-hmm. Because I would hate for them to grow up thinking life is perfect. And then all of a sudden they're adults and they're like, this isn't perfect. This yeah. is not how my mom made it look. <laughs> True. You know? And I think just including them in the hard too. Yeah. Obviously age appropriate. Helping them work through but, it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Work through the hard and know that, you know, you can rely on the Savior through the hard. That's what I do. Like, yeah. through my hard, you know? I think that's yeah. really good and healthy and what the Savior would want us to do. Yeah. So we, we should always be leading our families to Christ and our children to Christ. Totally. Um, I have a great thought from the book that goes right along with this that I also loved. He said, a messy something is better than a perfect nothing. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah. I think that's so good. 
like he was talking about scripture study and things like that. Like sometimes we just think, no, it needs to be perfect or else we just shouldn't do it. But that is not the case. It's like a messy, crazy scripture study. People are running all over the place, not paying attention. Like half the family's listening, half of them's not whatever it is. Like you doing it in some messy form, but still getting, you know, stumbling through it maybe in whatever habit it is that you're stumbling through. It's better to have a messy version of it than a perfect nothing of it where you're not doing it at all. Totally. I love that. And I think that makes me feel like, I don't know the word, just like motivated, inspired, like, oh, okay, I can do, I can do all the things I want to do, even if it's not perfectly done. Because I definitely get in that mindset of like, no, it needs to look like this. It should be like this. Yeah. But really at the end of the day, that holds you back from doing things, right? It does. And And I think with kids, just do it. Nothing is perfect. (laughs) Everything's messy. Yes. And so you can embrace that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, my husband, (laughs) my husband always talks about his family scripture study growing up and kids were half asleep reading before school and and I don't know <laughs> yes. that they got much out of it but he remember remembers that and he like wants that in his own family you know so these yeah. habits were forming as we have young kids like they do make a difference they will impact our kids and I don't know I just think that's really cool to think that he remembered that all these years later and like he himself wants that yeah you know? yes Okay, everything you're saying is going so well with things for the book. Scarlett didn't even <laughs> I need didn't to read even it need to it. have great things to add. I knew it. I knew she wouldn't have to. <laughs> She's so inspired. But with that, I this is what I would close with. And then if there's anything else yeah. you want to share. Um, is I really like his challenge towards the end of the book. He says to write down your family values and things that you're committed to do. And um, let's see. And be... Oh, okay. I was like, what does my note say? (laughs) So write down for your family values, things that you're committed to do and be in the future and, you know, create those habits and routines of how you will get there. So if you have a certain goal, like, well, we want to be an eternal family or we want to be like a servicey family or ones that's always, you know, people that are always kind to everyone or include others, whatever your like family values are, it doesn't need to be those. Just whatever you feel inspired, like your top five family values, he says, then create habits now to help your family get there. You know yeah. what I mean? I really like that yeah. idea. It's like line upon line, right? Yes. And to start small, I think is so important. They talked in their screen time section, like his wife would do like an hour of screen time a day and then decided, nope, we're getting rid of it. Our kids are, it's not helping our kids in any way. And that was like her one like free time hour. And I was like, wait, what? That seems very <laughs> like reasonable. Yes. But um, he was like, just encouraging you to get rid of that and I was like oh I don't know if I could do that but then he's like even if you just pick one day a week to just have be a screen-free day and I was like oh I could do that and then I just did it like the next day after I listened to that I did it and it was the best day yeah I was way more present I was just focused on my kids and not like hey watch a show while I get stuff done and I think again seasons ebb and flow and follow what you feel inspired to do on on the daily but I like that idea to just start small start realistic reasonable bite-sized with your habits and routines and bite-sized habits I like that (laughs) my husband always says you know as we have goals or like ideas or dreams or things we want like he always says live like no one now so you can live like no one else later so like do the things that not a lot of people are doing right now that that. is the reading the praying the studying the getting close to God like that's pretty rare like people aren't just doing that And we're doing that now, putting in the sacrifice now and like learning and growing now so that we can live later with that knowledge and that understanding and that foundation. Like build the habits now, Mm -hmm. like you said, so you can live them later. Yeah. And lead your family to 
your greatest goals and success. I love that. Yes. So we just encourage you guys to get some habits going and just Mm -hmm. practice them daily. Yep. Some holy habits. Bite-sized holy habits, just a little (laughs) at a time. Yes. Totally. Yep. And be inspired. Let's be prayerful as you do them. And I just know that the Spirit will guide you and help you and your family to succeed because that is what they want for you. And we're here cheering you on as yep. well. We're, we're all doing this together. We are. So. <laughs> we are. Oh, uh, well, we will see you guys next week. Yes. Thanks, thanks for listening. Yes, thanks <laughs> for listening. See ya.